Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You still got your boombox? Play something and turn it way up. Something danceable. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? I talk first. I always talk first. Well, technically you just talked first, but... Now this entire conversation has been derailed. So, congratulations for that. Don't think we forgot, Kevin. Or should I call you Lammy? <laughs> okay, I'm going to need the sarcasm to take a long walk right now. And now. I see it every day and I think, well, look at the size of that jobby there, you know? It's a lot of poop. <laughs> Our feature presentation. Is that how we want to start? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Yes, it is. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of August. Bong bong, you guys. Right? Bong bong. I think we should, if we can get Omar's, uh, if we can get Omar to sign off on it, because he's the uh, he's the king of poop, I think we should uh, we should only refer to them as jobbies from now on. I think that's something we should learn from our, our Australian mm. neighbors, is they're just jobbies now. But then most of our listeners won't know what it is. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I withdraw. Okay. Withdraw. <laughs> That was the quickest fight ever. <laughs> you know, uh, I was thinking that it is going to be Labor Day in like a couple of weeks. That's crazy. It is crazy. And I know that uh, they always say this, and I think it's uh, I think it's true, at least it has been my experience, that uh, the older you get, the faster the years go by. And I can't explain why that is. Why are we whispering? What's going on? Just talking to Chip. Don't worry about it. Is everything all right? Yeah, all good. Okay, I'm doing a show here. You Right. Wanna- Okay. Keep going. Don't, when you do that, you, you stop all momentum. Oh, I stopped the momentum. Yeah. Okay. I was the one having the conversation. I was doing anything off, on the air. Okay. Right. By the way, you're, you sound like you're in, a, you're in an echo chamber, too, do by I? the way, Kevin. Yeah, you do. You sound very... Check, check. Very different from yesterday. I know we're in a, we're in a new temporary studio, but are you hearing it, Allie? Does he sound different to you? Check, I check. thought my headphones sounded different, Why? so I wasn't yeah, sure. Kevin, oh, Kevin you sounds kind of hollow. Are you in yellow now? Oh, they moved the orange over there. I don't even... Why would they do that? I can't right now. I, with the... Okay. All right. That that makes sense on why I had to move this whole thing. I should have grabbed that one instead. I see. Okay. See, this is why we don't go on the air till six because right. we got to get all these yeah. bumps worked out. Kevin sounded weird because he was coming off the mic. I probably should have oh, been on. That's right? what it was. Okay. Oh, Boom. Problem solved. Nice. Problem Great jobby, Allie. <laughs> Great jobby. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question is, since uh, this has been a phenomenon that I feel is true, if you also feel it is true. Why is it true? Why does it seem like the older you get, the faster the years go by? When you're 20, a summer seems like five years. When you're 40, it seems like two and a half months. 
And when you're my age, it seems like 15 minutes. And I'm, I'm trying to understand why. What, hmm. what do you, you guys have a theory on that? I don't really. Because it's a, it's a, it's a much smaller percentage of your time total life, but I don't see how that plays into a factor. I've just been working it out in my mind mm-hmm. as I realized Labor Day was right around the corner, and I just, I, I haven't come up with anything. Maybe when you're younger, you have far less worries, so everything seems so elongated and, yeah, right? Um, <laughs> that could I don't, be. You know, but when you're older, time is so finite, and you need to get this done and this done and this done, and days just escape you because you have so much stress. We definitely have more stress. Do you think we are busier now? Like, are you busier now than you were when you were going full-time in college and you had nothing but deadlines and you were probably working a part-time job at the same time? And, I mean, it seems like there's a ton of stress as a young person, too, things you got to get done on a timely basis. Yeah, I feel like I'm busier now with dumb stuff. (laughs) Like? (laughs) Work. (laughs) And stuff, my jobby. (laughs) Look, I don't... uh, I don't have the answer, yeah, but I, I, spent, I spent a lot of time pondering questions like that, mm. and I just, uh, it just it really hit me today, that's all. Hmm. All right, do we have... Yes, we have time to think. <laughs> 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 that Afro caller said, don't ask, just do the thing. Uh, I've been following this story closely over the past uh, week or so. It's uh, Derek uh, Hawkins is, Harkins is his name. He is a 46-year-old man from what state, Allie? Uh, he is from Massachusetts. He certainly is a asshole, and you'll find out why. He was arraigned in Plymouth District Court on charges of assault and battery mayhem and disturbing the peace after he allegedly bit off another man's finger oh. d- during a golf match. Golf? I have, yes. During Very a golf match. Sport. Kevin, you know that. I wow. have uh, two reports. Let's see how much we have time to get through. Here's the first one, the night uh, of the day of the arrest. Right now is behind bars. The other at the hospital recovering after that finger was bitten off. Now, this all went down, we're told by firefighters, around 6.30 tonight at the Southers Marsh Golf Course that is in western Plymouth here. We're told two men got into a fight and one bit off with his teeth, the other's finger. Are you trying in your mind, like, right now, like I am, trying to figure out how anything could ever escalate to the point where you literally take a finger off of a dude? Yes. I also would like to point out that she said bit off Mm -hmm. with his teeth. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how else to bite something off. didn't gum it until it fell off. (laughs) Okay, good. When firefighters arrived, they found that the victim had his finger bitten off at the knuckle, and the rest of his finger was on ice. Take a listen. All right, here's a little bit of the 911 call. Be advised, an update from the PD, apparently... There's two foursomes that got into an altercation. Do you love the accent, Ellie? Is, no. there, is it oh. taking you home? That's awful. And there's been a finger that's been bitten off. The uh, victim's laying down on the main entrance road in between a cluster of three golf cots. Cots. Three golf cots. <laughs> Are you laying there with, <laughs> with your finger on ice going, I was just, I was just playing golf. Right. Yeah. That, that's all I was doing. Was what just happened? Playing... <laughs> I get to this point. <laughs> now the victim was rushed to South Shore Hospital. No word on his condition tonight. As for that alleged biter, the 47-year-old man, again, is behind bars. No word if alcohol was involved. Oh, In Plymouth on. tonight, Kelly O'Hara, WCVB, News Center 5. Guaranteed alcohol uh, yeah, Do we need involved. word of it? Right. I think we can guess. Yeah. 
All right, so then the next day after the arraignment, we get a few more details about the scuffle. Erica just got this court paperwork, and it seems that this started as a brawl between two groups of men on the ninth hole of the golf course during a golf tournament. Derek Harkin said nothing to us today as he left the courthouse free on bail. He had a visible cut to his left temple. All right, so he got injured, too. Wow. The, the finger biter got a, had a visible cut to his temple, so this was a brawl, you guys. By the way, one report I read suggested that the fight started because one foursome was playing too slowly oh, yeah. for the foursome behind. Yeah, yeah, that's a pain in the neck. And I know it's very irritating. Yeah. But, Kevin, you've been, you've golfed some. Some. Have, have you ever gotten to the point where you said, you know what? That guy is going so slow, I am going to hold him down and bite off his finger. I mean, No. Is the okay. answer to that. Okay. All, right. All right. Which court documents say was a result of the fight. He is accused of biting off the tip of the index finger of a 57-year-old Marshfield man, severing through the bone, through the golf glove. That finger is unable to be reattached, has some permanent damage to it. By the way, um, through the bone and through the golf a glove as well. That's it wasn't a just, hell of a bite. It, it yeah. wasn't just teeth on skin. I mean, that seems more like a dog's bite. You know, somebody with a really, really, like, powerful jaw than a dude. This all happened Friday evening during a tournament at the Southers Marsh Golf Club in Plymouth. Harkins posted $10,000 bail after his arrest. He's been asked to stay away from witnesses, the alleged victim, and alcohol. Harkins' lawyer had a few brief words to say to us outside of the courthouse. All right, here's every attorney ever. Yeah, things aren't always as they seem, and that's all I got to say. I mean, things aren't always as Mm. they seem. Look, I know he bit, I know my client bit the dude's finger off. With his teeth. With his teeth. Mm. But come on, there could be more to the story, right? Uh, Harkins is facing a number of charges, including assault and battery, disturbing the peace, and causing mayhem. He will be back in court here in Plymouth next week. I love causing Causing mayhem. mayhem. That's That's a charge? Yeah. I need that. Oh, no, mayhem is a very serious charge. You you see that a lot associated with murder and things like that. Yeah, you want, like, shenanigans. It sounds sounds much funnier. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's not. Mayhem is not a charge you want on your permanent record. So anyway, uh, he did, uh, the man did lose lose the figure. They were unable to reattach it. And I assume there's going to be some, not, on, not only will the, uh, Derek Harkins, the guy who was arrested, not only will he face some serious jail time, but I, I can't imagine there won't be some sort of financial payout as well, some sort of civil suit as a result. I would think so, too. Taking the guy's finger off. When you started the story, I was thinking these guys must have known each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. They've fought over other things for a long time. But then you said he was in the foursome ahead of him. Yep. So he was a stranger? Yes. Holy crap. I hope it was a charity tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That would make it perfect. Like to get kids into like schools or something (laughs) for their elementary school kids. (laughs) This is is why golf is bogus, you guys, right Right? here. (laughs) Agreed. Let's talk about uh, today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Nobody's buying that bullshit. <laughs> People are dumb on the program today. Fantastic. These, I think we just started early with that, didn't we? The uh, strangest Tinder group date ever. So weird. Uh, who's the dick on the show today? We're going to take your calls on you called off your wedding at the last minute. Mm. We talked yesterday about a, a woman who found out that her uh, future husband was looking at porn. Called off the wedding a week before. Mm-hmm. Called all 300 people to let them know. To explain mm-hmm. in great detail what was going on. Yes. I am sure that we have listeners who have cut it even closer than that. Night yeah, before, I'm sure. mm-hmm. day of, just changed their mind. And by the way, sometimes that's 
could be the right thing to do. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. Even though, sure. it's, you know, timing is terrible. Absolutely. I mean, your wife has said that for years. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have animal stories on the show today. And uh, Bean, the man of a thousand voices. Oh, how what? dare you? I'm very excited. Or should I say, that. how dare you? Oh, <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, what's happening next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's Wednesday. Allie's here with our first look at what's happening. Time in. Know what I'm saying? Time in. All right. Okay. So Madonna felt like she was getting way too much backlash. Did she? And she wants to put on record that she was uh, she was asked to do that, you guys. Do what? Here's Here's her statement. I was asked to present Video of the Year by MTV, and then they asked me to share my or any anecdotes I had in my career connected to Aretha Franklin. I shared a part of my journey and thanked Aretha for inspiring me along the way. I did not intend to do a tribute to her. Nailed it. That would be impossible in two minutes with all the noise and tinsel of an award show. Two minutes? She was up there for 45. I could never do her justice in this context or environment. Unfortunately, most people have short attention spans and are so quick to judge. I love Aretha. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay. So Let's does, unpack this, shall we? Yeah. Yes, please. So does that mean that MTV had no plans at all for an Aretha Franklin tribute? They just jammed it into her presentation of Video of the Year? I don't think that they said, as she was heading on stage, share some anecdotes. Probably not. Yeah. I'm sure she had time to come up with, you know, a story something. Mm-hmm. But the story, I think they probably wanted to have more than one reference well, to her, I mean, there were four. To be fair, out of Madonna said Aretha four times, but uh-huh. said I and me more than fifty times in her seven-minute speech. Yeah, yeah. They were probably looking for more of a tie-in with Aretha Franklin yeah. than just a mention, passing mention. Yeah, less prostitution, crack house living. Right. And by um, the way, Ali, you brought up a good point yesterday. Even though you know Madonna left Detroit very early, mm-hmm. and Aretha wasn't from Detroit, she moved there. They do; they are both associated with that city, and right. there may have been some way for her to weave something about the great music from the Motor City and how it, you know, how Aretha changed it and everything like that. I mean, right. She had something to work with, anyway. Right. I, I also think the VMAs dropped the ball big time, anyway. But I also think the VMAs thought, well, Madonna's older. Yeah. yeah, have her do it. Madonna's 60. She's Come the oldest person there. in the room. Yeah. I feel so, like MTV shouldn't have even tried no. anything. No. Well, if we, anything... We, were ta- we were talking about this last week. Why would they put on a tribute to right. Aretha right. It's so out of, out, it, it's so off-brand for MTV right now. Yeah, they could have had a montage. We will call you one day and maybe soon. Oh, she's still going. Yeah. And so weeks went by and uh, no phone call. She's still talking. Finally, the phone rang and it was one of the producers saying... We don't think you are right for this job. But, but uh, Madonna, this is about you. This isn't about Aretha Franklin. Why are you calling me? He replied, we think you have great potentials. You are rough for the edges, but there is good rawness. By the way, she's as good at voices as I am, right? <laughs> I don't I think you, you kill her. That's a French person that she's doing uh-huh. yes. an impression of. Yes, guilty, 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 guilty. All right. Um, yeah, so so she feels that people have been unfair ah. because she can't see past her nose. Yeah, no kidding. And she's got enough people around her saying, oh, my God, it was so great. I love the way that you told all those great stories about you. We want to bring <laughs> you to Paris and make you a star. So. Woo! Yeah. 
What about Aretha, though? How about Aretha Franklin? We'll put you in a studio okay. with, with, the George, with the great Giorgio Moroder. Okay, with George. Okay. And I had no idea who that was, okay. but I, okay. it sounded good. Do you know who Aretha and is? I wanted to live in Paris, and also I wanted to eat some food. Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, here's something that is, is just shocking to me. Aretha Franklin died without a will. I am stunned by that as well. Really? It's stunning just someone of her caliber, let alone the fact that she was sick for so long. Right. I I, I understand if something happens, boom, you're gone, you didn't plan it. But in this day and age, her status, everything, you've got to know people are going to be fighting. It is going to be a mess. And, TMZ, and she had she had to have like financial people or somebody absolutely. that was giving her advice yeah. that should have told her you have to have a will. Yeah, TMZ says that she has a son named Clarence who has special needs who will require financial support for the rest of his life. So the fact that even he wasn't taken care of, like right. here's what we're going to do for Clarence, here's where I want him to live, here's who's going to take care of him, that type of thing. It's hmm. all very shocking to me. She had four children, I think, and um, the first one was born when she was 13. Mm. Wow. Second Did you one say at, 13? Second one at 15. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let's, uh, let's give Kevin a minute. Wow. All right. Yep. 13 and 15 years old. You have two kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Back to you. All right. Thank you. This is shocking news. We all know what happened to Lamar Odom. He was hospitalized after he was found unconscious following an OD at a brothel in Nevada. Here's the thing. This is this is what happened to him when he was in his coma. He had 12 strokes and 6 heart attacks. What? <gasps> How is he alive? You mean after they took him to the hospital? Yes, this is when he was in the coma. Twelve strokes. Yeah. Six heart attacks. Yeah, he was on Kevin Hart's YouTube series, Cold as Balls, and revealed just how bad things got. And if you watch it, Kevin Hart is, like, visibly shaken. He's like, what? How is this? What? Wow. It's insane, right? I don't know that I've ever heard of anyone having how many heart attacks? Six. Six. Wow. That's crazy. He said, all my doctors that see me say I'm a walking miracle. Y- you think? Yeah. Could his math be off? Because that's that just sounds... Uh, it sounds... Uh, Unsurvivable. For sure. Yeah. I mean, but if and he's in have, the hospital, maybe, right. maybe they can keep him going, but... Wow. But even uh, to have 12 strokes and then to be up walking, doing it, like he, it seemed like there was no rehabilitation that right. most stroke victims need. Most stroke victims, it shows up somehow in their speech, yes. in the, the way they look, something, yeah. Insane, right? Huh. Insane. Because I had not earned the love. Oh, she life. is still going. Still going. It oh. felt wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were good people. Right. right. But what about. So I wanted to write my own song. Okay. Like Aretha? Mm-hmm. Maybe. We should check in with her throughout the day see if she's still going. (sighs) All right. Let's talk about some birthdays, shall we? Tori Amos. Love her. Love her. Mm -hmm. Kristen Wiig. Love. Love. Howie Durow from the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Don't need him. Really love. Cross that one off. Oh. Oh. That was quite a turnaround. Dua Lipa. Oh, yes. Very much so. James Corden. Absolutely. Ty Burrell. 
Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't want to get into the habit of rating celebrities on no, the first gonna... day, but this, this is a pretty good batch. It's a real good batch. Can I finish it up with sure. Chizza? Um, careful. <laughs> <laughs> sure you can. Uh, but can I? <laughs> That's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. Most of the time, uh, while you're listening to commercials and or music, we're talking about what's coming up, what's going to happen next, what are we going to do tomorrow, stuff like that. So we don't really listen closely to the commercials a lot. Um, And Bean actually threw himself under the bus, and I got to say props. Yeah? For that, Bean. (laughs) Yeah. Because Bean said, have you heard my latest commercial? And we said, no. And it's for what, Bean? Uh, the Hyundai Shopper okay. Assurance Program from your friendly neighborhood Hyundai dealer. And you've done how many of those? Uh, I think this was the 17th I've done in the okay. last two and a half weeks. Right. Okay. And the idea for you to start doing voices of other people? <laughs> no. Yes? Um, uh, the answer to that, Kevin, is that this is the 17th <laughs> that I've done in the last two and a half Look, here's the thing. I, it's, I believe in the product. It's a good product. Right. But sometimes you've kind of said everything you have to say about it, and you need to figure out a way to kind of mix it up a little bit, and hopefully... Make it a little bit entertaining. Right. And I did not accomplish that. I think you made it entertaining. (laughs) Absolutely. So for some reason, I was just thinking, oh, you know, what would be fun would be to present because there's four main planks in this platform that Hyundai has. And I thought it might be fun to make it like a game show, like a family feud type game show. Mm. Well, if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to do that thought, then I need contestants. But I'm by myself doing the commercial. So I kind of had to play all the parts. So he played the contestants. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought really nailed it. Okay. Well. I am the man of a thousand voices. Let's right. never forget that. Here uh, was the first one. Hey, it's me, Bean, from the Kevin and Bean Show. And recently, we polled 100 random people, and we asked them, why is it easier to buy a Hyundai than any other car? Um, transparent pricing? <laughs> yes, you are correct. Transparent pricing. <laughs> okay, now you may think as you hear that, well, that's it. He shot his wad. That's the only voice Bean's got, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Buy a Hyundai than any other car. Um, transparent pricing? <laughs> now, who exactly was that voice? Like, what was your motivation? Um, that was, was that person a- married? Mm-hmm. Was that a woman? No, yeah. this is a young, a geeky young white guy. I that think was a he's guy. About, okay. he's, yeah, that was okay. a guy. He's, he's Does about he have a job? He's about 21, 22. Okay. Well, you know, like in the family feud, you don't get deep into the background right, but, of but the But you know this information yeah. because you created it. You think I, I created a very deep backstory yes, for this course. kid? I think <laughs> what he does is, he do for a living? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. He probably has some sort of food service job. I okay. see. Okay. He is just there with the rest of the family. He's All not right. the smartest one. Got but it. He did, they did go to him first, and he yeah. did come up with transparent pricing. So that family's on the board. Yeah. Why, why does he talk like this? I'm not sure about that. I think, like I said, He's geeky. He's pimply. Okay. Maybe maybe his uh, testicles haven't exactly dropped <laughs> right. yet. Okay. All right. I mean, he's, late, okay. he's late to puberty. <laughs> All right. Here's uh, here's contestant number two. Hey. How about you, ma'am? Flexible test drives. You are correct as well. <laughs> similar, similar voices. Same person. Well, they're they're all related. Oh, of course okay. they sound okay. similar. Same exact person. <laughs> now that is either grandma or uh-huh. an elder aunt in I the family. See. Okay, and in uh, good yeah. health apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a woman. That right. was a woman. Very. Does different. grandma live with the family? Um, no, I don't think so. I think they're I close, see. though. I think mm-hmm. they, I think they're neighborhood adjacent. Okay. Flexible test drives. <laughs> okay, so that's number two. All right, let's get to number three now. 
Um, All right, we're halfway there. You're next, sir. Uh, streamline purchase. <laughs> yes, to help you spend even less time at the dealership. <laughs> that's, oh, that's right, now, was that that's, dad? Of course that's dad, obviously. <laughs> obviously, that's the patriarch of the family. He's, ve- he's very he happy manly. to be there because I'm not sure he sounds happy to he be there. He needs a throat lozenge. <laughs> no. Is he talking out of the hole in his neck? <laughs> no. He's just, he's rough and tumble. Look, this he's is a great... rough and tumble! <laughs> this is a great American. This is a great American who's worked hard with his hands all of his life. I see. And it's a so big So he's deal. a carpenter? No, I He's rough and tumble. No, but he said he's worked with his hands all his life. Yes, I see him more in the forestry industry. I see. I see him as a guy who's he's he's not a lumberjack, but he does have something to do with the forestry industry. And I'm telling you, this is a big deal for him to be dressed up in regular clothes and being on a on a stage. He's usually not like he doesn't know anything about that world in front of a TV camera. He's he's out of his element, but he's still a good sport. Sure, he's still still playing along because his wife wanted to go on the show. And he also came up with another reason. The family sure. is running the board yeah, on Family Feud. They're nailing it. Uh, streamline purchase. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's number uh, three. Now we've got number four. And this is the, uh, unfortunately, the final one. Aww. Right. All right, one more answer on the board. How about you? A three-day worry-free exchange. Okay, now I'm going to say again, that's one and two. It's so <laughs> They're all related. That's the wife. They're all, that's, that's the, the wife. wife. That's the wife. That's the very perky, very fun wife. She's the one who sent in the application to be on the family okay. feud. She's the one who is most excited about playing, you know, playing the game with her family. And uh, it, you know, a lot of people they look at that husband and wife, they don't see how they could be together, but they turn out to be a perfect match. They've been together. They will be together forever. Yeah, she doesn't sound rough or tumble. <laughs> no, she's not at all. Opposites attract, Chip. That's ah. what you don't realize. Ah. Well, the boy and yeah. the girl and the mom. Mom are all the exact same boys. Well, boy, grandma, and mom. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Boy, grandma, and mom. Yeah. I, I exact see, same voice. I didn't see any similarities in those voices at all. Is that right? right? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, they're completely separate people. All right. One more answer on the board. How about you? A three-day worry-free exchange? Yes. If you change <laughs> your mind within three <laughs> Fiend, when you finished that ad, were you like, nailed it? <laughs> Maybe, maybe a little bit. I hope so. I hope you did. I hope so, because that's great work. Amazing. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Time for some animal stories. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. To cure your blues Animal stories Just for you Let's find out What they're up to A lot of very odd animal and human interactions in the news this week for animal stories, including one of the strangest stories I'll ever bring you coming up in a minute. First, though, brown recluse bites Florida man's penis. Oh, Oh, no. Isn't that the one where your skin falls off? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you don't want to have anything to do with a bite from a brown recluse spider. No, sir. Michael Dumfrey of St. Augustine screamed out in pain, completely naked in the comfort of his own home with the blinds drawn. A brown recluse spider had sank its fangs into Dumfrey's penis. How does that spider know where the goods are? (laughs) And why is it mentioned in the lead sentence of this article that the blinds were drawn? (laughs) 
I am true. very <laughs> curious about that. Setting the scene. The uh, pain was excruciating. He recalls his unwelcome roommate scurried off under the bed, and Michael Dumfrey entered a state of panic upon realizing his ultimate nightmare. Blood dripped oh. from the puncture site. Oh. Dumfrey knew it was only a matter of time before he went into shock. He was unable to drive, of course, so he phoned 911, was rushed immediately to the hospital for treatment. Uh, of course, amputation was his biggest oh, fear. no. He said, I'd give up both legs and one of my arms before I'd lose my penis. <laughs> but good news, he remained in the hospital for eight days, and he was lucky this time around. He was able to avoid skin necrosis and surgical intervention. So they were able to patch him up, and he did not lose his penis. Wow. That is, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a no bueno. Right that's there. not yeah. what you want. That is a no bueno. This headline, both parties are in stable condition. That's good news. A young Irish male has been hospitalized following an incident which saw him being hit by what? A falling sheep. I'm, I'm sorry? A falling sheep. He's walking in the Mourn Mountains in Ireland. The incident happened shortly after 4 p.m. on Friday afternoon when a group of teenagers took to steep ground in Sleeve Berna. There's no way I pronounced that right. I apologize to our Irish listeners for a hike. So they were basically hiking up a very steep hill. Right. The Mourn Mountain Rescue Team was called for assistance when a sheep fell from a crag near the Harris Gap and struck the teenager. What are the chances of that? Hitting him. Yes, especially since, and we've all seen these crazy videos of sheep and goats who for some reason are able to be on these very steep mountainsides. Mm -hmm. What looks like they're standing on like a a one-inch ledge or something. You never see them lose their footing. A team of uh, rescuers arrived at the scene to find the boy in need of medical uh, attention for potential injuries to his head, neck, back, abdomen, and leg. Oh, my God. He was treated at the scene. The sheep, by the way, who was involved in the accident, was uninjured in the incident and left the area unaided. I guess because the human broke his fall. That's a boss sheep, right? right? Maybe the sheep said, there's a dude, he'll break my fall and jump. (laughs) Right? Uh, we had a story a few weeks ago about a woman in, I want to say, maybe it was North Carolina, maybe it was Florida. She was walking her dog and an alligator leapt out and ate her dog. Remember sure. that story? Yeah. Well, that's not what happened this time, but it's close. A South Carolina woman was walking her dog on Hilton Head Island in what authorities say was an extremely uncommon attack. In this case, the eight-foot alligator jumped out of the water and attacked her and <gasps> oh, killed her. No. My God. 45-year-old Cassandra Klein was pulled into a lagoon by the eight-foot alligator. Deputy responded to the scene, but it was too late. They pulled her body from the water. But if there's a bright side, the woman's dog was not harmed. That's a bright side to you? I mean, the, the dog, you know, the dog was fine in this case. At right, least. but the human died. Yeah, but we have plenty of humans. Uh, and Allie, your favorite story, and then we'll get to the gross one. Mm-hmm. Your favorite story, the potty mouth parrot who yes. made the news after being stuck on a roof for three days, greeted firefighters with a four-letter tirade. That was awesome. After they were sent to its aid. <laughs> this is Jesse the Macaw, who, by the way, speaks English, Turkish, and Greek. Speaks three languages. Yeah, Jesse's so much better than us. Jesse is good. Jesse uh, became stranded after escaping from an enclosure in her owner's home in Edmonton of North London. When she could not be lured down from a neighbor's roof, firefighters were called to the scene. Now, this is interesting to me. I don't know a lot about parrots. Apparently, they can fly, right? You'd think, yeah. I don't know. 
Okay, I, I know mean, I nothing get, I, about parrots. I mean, I guess the, Jesse must have been able to fly, or he wouldn't have been able to get on the roof. Mm-hmm. But he was up there for three days wow. on the roof, so they thought, well, maybe he's injured or something like that. So firefighters are called to the scene, and they were said, all right, here's how you work with Jesse. Tell the bird, I love you, and Jesse will say, I love you back. That'll establish mm. some sort of a relationship, some sort of trust between you and the bird, and maybe then you Wait, can Wait, does the bird know what that means? Well, apparently the bird is comfortable with that because okay. that's how the bird interacts with the owner. That's where the advice came from. Well, unfortunately, instead, Jesse told the firefighters who climbed the ladder to get him off the roof to F off. <laughs> <laughs> F off, firefighters. Yes, so wait a minute. Do you, do you think that he said F off in response to I love you? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> oh what happened. God. And then he flew off to another nearby rooftop, so he was perfectly <laughs> capable of flying away. He had just decided not to. Oh, Jesse's a dick. So Jesse is a dick. So the uh, firefighters realized they were no longer needed because Jesse could fly, and he's just going to be on the roof. Plus, he's a dick. Yeah. He is a dick. All right, here we go. Strangest story. Uh, do you have any kind of a warning maybe for the youngsters, Kevin? Maybe they shouldn't hear this one. I don't or... think we have any of those. Okay. This program well... contains adult content and is not meant for children. Okay, I think that'll cover it. So This not... program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Nope. Your discretion is advised. Nope. Not, not, no sexy time involved all in right. this at all. This is just something that you're going to get this image stuck in your head, and I just I don't want to be blamed if you never stop thinking about this story. This Due to mature subject matter, okay. viewer discretion is advised. It's been covered. We got it All right. right. Bridger Petrini is his name. He is a man in New Mexico, and he is sharing the story about he was how he was out recently walking his dogs when he was attacked by a bear. Okay? The following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer okay. discretion advised. All right. No more on the warning. So All let's right. let's hear now from Mr. Petrini as he's describing what went down with the bear. I got way too close. Um, and the bear was overly aggressive. When he saw me, he just uh, he pinned his ears down and just immediately made a big charge at me down the hill. We went again, rolling, um, and he had bit me a time or two, but he never was able to get on my upper body, and so my legs took most of the... Petrini says he was armed with a pistol and shot the bear as he was being mauled. Oh, no. Okay, now, first of all, so far, it's just kind of a typical bear versus human story. This guy is so unbelievably lucky that he had a weapon on him, so he had Allie's some way to fight Allie's super back. sad that the bear got shot. I am, The too. one that's Kevin biting his legs off. Flip me off. It's uh, biting a guy's legs off. Where I, is, the, is he in the bear's home, his neighborhood? Well, I think it's uh, it's an area nearby a resort where bears dumpster dive. You know what I mean? Lots of bear sightings, lots of encounters in the area becoming common. This man somehow just got too close or got on the bear's radar. By the way, I uh, I hurt with Allie on the bear losing his Nobody life. Nobody wants that, but of the two... The bear was just doing. The bear, the bear goes just, down. He was just doing bear things. But I'm just saying this. This guy was so lucky to have a weapon and have a way to fight back. But the bear, stick with me, is going to get his own revenge. Oh. Somehow or another, where he had bit down on my calf muscle, it had basically twisted it over his bottom jaw, and then he died with his teeth locked. And so I wasn't able to get away from him. Return well, fire along. Wait, what? Yes, he died. he died. The bear died, but his teeth are locked into his calf. Yes. Oh, and the man, the bear is dead, but the man cannot remove his leg from the bear's jaw. I mean, jaw. that's just his life now, right? Yes. He just has to walk yes. around with a bear on his jaw, on his leg. <laughs> he just has to drag a 400-pound bear around everywhere it's he goes. He is. 
All right, let's see. How do you get out of that situation, guys? You ready? Bertone's oh. fire along with game and fish responded to the scene, but moving the nearly 400-pound animal proved challenging. No. So they eventually no. saw the bears head off. No! Oh, come on. You, you, no, sir. Come on now. I'm sorry, I missed it. Let me hear it again, no, please. No, you heard it. Let me hear no. it again. Move challenging. So they eventually sawed the bear's head off. Oh. They sawed the bear's head off. This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Viewer discretion is advised. Because they couldn't remove it from the man's leg. Why would you of all people bring up that story that's so sad? It's so sad. Imagine what it's like for this dude, though, to have survived the bear and then realize he can't get his leg out from the bear and then to have to sit there while they saw the bear's head off. Okay, all right. I hate it so much. Whoever the bad man is who brought you this story deserves to be put down. Right, agreed. All right, a little bit more. Being it attached to Petrini's leg. When they cut the bear's head off, then they were able to maneuver the head to where they could get it off my leg. All right, so happy ending, right? <laughs> and, and this is Animal Stories. Except for the bear. Animal Stories in the Animal stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yesterday morning on the program, we started by telling you a story of a woman named Claire Dalton. We uh, we figured out she was in Utah, right, Allie, I think? I assume yes. she was because she was Mormon, but she could be a Mormon anywhere. Mm-hmm. She was one week from her wedding day, and uh, she decided to call it off. One week, seven days out, she had a four-year relationship with her fiancé. She had been engaged for six months, and she was, she thought, in a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a ring on her finger, thought she'd found the one, and then picked up her fiancé's phone and brace yourselves here because this oh, can be hard no. for you to hear. Oh, no, no. He had been looking at porn on his phone. With his other family, right? No, there's no other family involved, oh, right? Okay. Uh, just been looking at boobies on the internet. After and he murdered someone. Nope. He's a, uh, no? a, apparently otherwise a perfect man and perfect for her, and they were looking forward to a happy marriage together. So she confronted well, uh, him about that and said, I'm not comfortable with this? No, she decided to break off the engagement. What? Actually, so she, deci- she decided that uh, she had, uh, she it, the whole thing was a farce and a sham. They had a four-year relationship. That's right. Ugh. 
Yes. She said basically she knew it was all a lie and that he couldn't really love her. And she wanted to scream, she says. She wanted to cry. She wanted to kick and punch the wall. She felt paralyzed. She had a sudden frightening sensation of someone grasping at her neck as if someone or something was attempting to suffocate her to death. She couldn't eat. She couldn't sleep. She felt lonely. She was sick to her stomach, traumatized, worthless. These are all her words, by the way, in a post that she put on Facebook. And she felt incredibly afraid. Strangely, that's the porn he's into. That's what, <laughs> that's what he so. was Googling. <laughs> so she said, you know, part of being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is, uh, you know, is you have to live, uh, you have to be governed by God's law. That includes chastity, fidelity, loyalty, honestly. Without those things, true love does not exist. Does it exist. say porn? The porn's not in there? It doesn't say porn, but in her... <laughs> In her interpretation of the good word, she says porn cannot be a part of that relationship. You got a problem, lady. She's officially been bashed by the internet, she adds, for her religion, her personality, her values, her mind, her writing, her experiences, her dreams, and anything else people could manage to find wrong with her. So I think the gist of this is a lot of people are saying, dude, take a step back here. Mm -hmm. If you've got an otherwise great relationship, I bet there's a way to work through the fact that occasionally he likes to look at naked women on the internet. And they're not bashing your religion anything. They're bashing the fact that you went online to tell this story and you told the 300 people that were coming to the wedding, she said she called all of them individually, why Mm. they're not getting married. So you, you sullied this guy's name in his church. It's, that's right. It, that's what she did. Can you imagine her crying and telling each person oh. in depth for probably an hour at all three hundred <laughs> yes. people? Yes. So she took something that could have been a bump in the road and blew it up into something that yes. destroyed, probably destroyed this guy, as you said uh, yesterday, Allie, with all of his, you know, with many of his uh, devout Mormon faithful friends and family and and fellow churchgoers. So. The point of this is not to argue porn. The point of this conversation is No, because is not porn's ar- great. You can't argue porn. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> the point of this is not, not to argue religion, although you could certainly make the comment that she overreacted, and I think a lot of people came to that conclusion. What we're interested in is that it was seven days before the wedding. I mean, there are pictures of her on her site of her in her beautiful wedding dress looking like a happy little bride-to-be. How about making the decision? It doesn't seem like it was hard for her. It sounded like that was there was no other option. I feel like it should have been hard for her. But after four years, but don't you get the the gist after reading her post that it was an instant decision that she does not regret? Yeah, yeah, I guess. And I'm sure that's not always the case. I'm sure sometimes, most of the time, it is very difficult to pull the plug on that wedding. If for no other reason than you've already invested so much time and money and energy into the ceremony. I bet there are people who go through with it just because it's too much of a hassle yeah. or it's yep. too embarrassing that late to call it off. So we're going to talk to you, 1-800-520-1067, if you called off a wedding at the very last minute. My yes. friend... It was three days before her wedding, and she's like, Allie, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, then don't. You can't do this. And her reaction was, my dad will kill me (laughs) because he spent so much money. She's like, I can just, I mean, it's not going to work out. I can just give it like a year. Like, this is the most insane thing Why ever. Why would she? She didn't want to let down her family I mean, I and everybody that, but... flying in and all that. But my God, to have that heavy on your mind. But do you think that her dad, who had spent that much mm-hmm. money, 
Would want her to go ahead with the marriage and be unhappy? Absolutely not. So, but you can't see past that at that point. Right, You're just right. so freaked out about everything. Your friend's reaction, I bet, is most people's reaction mm-hmm. when they get to that point a few days before the wedding and they realize it's a mistake or they've got that paint in their gut. Uh, and a lot of people will probably explain it away by saying, oh, I'm just nervous because it's a big step and whatnot. And right. I'll feel better after the fact. But uh, I think most people don't call it off. Yeah. But if you're, if you're one of the ones who is brave enough or had a good reason enough to call it off, you're who we want to hear with. So uh, hear from. I'm sorry. So one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. She was a week. That's pretty close. That's mm-hmm. way close. Uh, was be, your... by, by the way, if she invited people from out of town, mm-hmm. yeah. they had purchased airline tickets. Oh, like, yeah. It's really a big thing. Yeah. So if yours was a month out, if yours was three weeks out, if yours was 24 hours out, whatever the story was, I don't know how many we're going to get, but we're curious to hear from you and if your If you story. ran from the church on your mm-hmm. wedding day. Runaway bride, you right? guys. Mm-hmm. Runaway bride is the ultimate. <laughs> well, that in sweet home Alabama, right? That was on the wedding day. Reese Witherspoon was supposed to marry him that day, and then she's yeah. like, mm-mm, can't do it. <laughs> went right back. It was raining, went out to the beach, and there he was, her first first husband. And- this was that documentary about that lady who ran away from her wedding? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. 1-800- you got a problem, lady. <laughs> 1-800-520-1067. You called off the wedding. Or someone called off the wedding with you, too, by the way. Real close to the ceremony day. We want to hear from you next on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Bob in Santa Clarita. Good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Very well. Thank you. Bob, we're talking about you called off the wedding real close to the day of the ceremony. What's your story? Uh, you know what I did? Uh, two weeks before the wedding, I ended up calling it off. I just knew uh, I knew it wasn't going to work out. Now, we had always gone through little, uh, little fights, breakups here and there, and uh and I don't know, I was just, the only reason why I kept it going is for the family and, and uh, people that uh, I didn't want to let down, yeah. people that have uh, were already had, had planned on coming I mean, out. And, that's uh, admirable, but it's not worth sacrificing your happiness for. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. When, uh, yeah when you, when you broke it to your fiancé, was uh, he or she surprised or relieved? Oh, cause, thrilled. Cause, no, but I'm saying, because sometimes they're like, oh, I'm glad you said it before I did because I was feeling the same way, or was it a total surprise? It was kind of a, it was a surprise. It was, I wouldn't say a surprise, but more of a, you can't do this and, uh, you know, don't do this or, and, but it was, it was a little bit of a surprise, but it, like you All said, right. it wasn't worth, uh, it wasn't worth a, a lifetime. Right. Absolutely not. Uh, Roger, you hang on. Enrique as well. We'll get to you in one moment at 1-800-520-1067. We're talking about calling off weddings pretty close to the wedding. Here's one uh, tweet. Football player Steve Young, of course, the great uh, 49er, who is a Mormon, called off his first wedding a week before, his second wedding the night before, and eventually married a non-Mormon who had to convert. Wow. Isn't that interesting? A guy who called off two of them. And here's Lawrence. Hey, Kevin and Bean. It was three months out, and I pulled the plug because I figured out I was gay and decided not to do this to her or for me for that matter. That was 22 years ago. Not quite the 24 hours in advance you're talking about, but needless money was paid for various things. We didn't talk for a few years, but today we're friends. I mean, that's probably a pretty good reason. I think that's a great <laughs> reason. Yes. Wonderful reason. I, I think that I think that makes a lot of sense for both, both parties involved, and it's awesome that Lawrence and she continue to be friends. All right, let's go to uh, our man Roger in Long Beach, please. Line four, up first. This segment on the Kevin Bean Show, talking about calling off weddings real close to the ceremony. What's up, my friend? Good morning, K Rock. Morning. 
Uh, so I broke off my wedding two days before. Two wow. new days. All right, now we're getting into some drama. And I lost all the money, all the deposit, lost everything. Why did you pull, call off your wedding two days and not, say, a week or two weeks? She had sex with my brother. <gasps> and, oh. Oh, and you're uptight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and her sister-in-law told me all about it because they got caught on the ADT camera inside their home. <gasps> I no. see. I see. Yeah. Wow. What is wrong yeah. with your brother, too? I, I, I haven't talked to him in oh, 15 years. That's Are you serious? You That broke up that relationship, huh? Yeah, it just broke, broke my trust. I mean, it's a understandable. Big, it's a pretty big yeah. thing. You hate to see brothers not talk for that long, but it's Absolutely. a pretty big thing. So was yeah, she surprised when she when you told her that you had found out about it? Did you? I mean, was she just shocked that you knew? Yeah, because there was a video, and right there and then, right there, they, they got caught. You know what I mean, it just right. Wow. Yeah. Did you watch? Went, did you watch the video or just right. hear about the video? No, I'm serious. Did you watch it or just hear about no. it? No, I, I I watched it. It was just uh. it. Yeah, it was. I, I had I had to get approved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is yeah. Your, is your brother better in bed than you are? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm going to say probably. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you calling very much. Man. Let's try Brandon, please. Line two. He's in Fullerton up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Brandon. Hey, how you guys doing? Talking Good. We're uh, talking about calling off a wedding at the very last minute. Oh, yeah. I got a story for you. It's like a, a bad soap opera. Okay. That's All right. So um, about two years ago, I went to uh, my brother's wedding in Hawaii, and we all knew this girl was, you know, a little shady, but we're not going to say no to ho- a Hawaiian, uh, you know, wedding. And it turned out 24 hours before the wedding, she had admitted to him that she was cheating on him with his best friends for about their entire five-year relationship. Wow. Whoa. So only the so, whole time? Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of us really weren't upset because, I mean, come on, we're in Hawaii. So, you know, <laughs> why not just stay there? So, I mean, we took him and got him drunk the next day because he, he didn't know any of this because he's oblivious to this because he works really long hours. So it's like, oh, man, you know, oh, that's sad. So we got him drunk. So we're good to go. What do you reckon? <laughs> is, he, <laughs> is he still drunk? Is that why we're good to go? Probably, I, I, probably. I, I don't know where he's at right now. Brandon, I know I'm. Uh, I know I have a question here that is uh, calling for speculation. But what do you reckon that wedding cost? That that Hawaii, that destination wedding in Hawaii was would have cost if it had gone on. Well, he said at minimum he he paid out of his own pocket about fifty thousand dollars. Oh, oh man! So. I mean, yeah, so that was that, that was a fun. But, I mean, at least they didn't get divorced and they called it off and she didn't really pay him anything. The, you know, the only thing that, you know, he lost was his dignity. Uh, yeah, but he saved. But and he 50 saved, grand. Yeah, he had 50 oh, grand, oh, right. Yeah. But, but he saved getting into yeah. a bad marriage, too. So it, I think oh, it yeah, worked yeah. out. All right, great call. Dude. Aloha, my friend. Thank you for calling. Bitches be tripping, right? <laughs> All right, what about this, you guys? We just had two 24 hours in a row. Mm-hmm. You ready for day of? Yes. Ready for a little Sweet Home Alabama Alley? Yes. Here it comes, John and HB. Good morning. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Good morning. All right, day of. How does that happen? Um, I actually asked the mother, what did she, what did she think about me? Um, should her daughter be marrying me if uh, she wasn't happy? And I guess you put that to her daughter, and her daughter decided. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Happy. I'm sorry because it's a little hard to understand you. Did you say you asked her mother if she thought it was a good idea? I, st- I asked her mother 
um, do you think your daughter should be marrying me if she really wasn't happy? Because I kind of had a feeling that she was just marrying me just because. And uh, she uh, caught it off right there and then. Day of. Day of, morning of. And you, it sounded like you, your instincts were correct. She wasn't happy. You knew it was a bad idea. So I imagine as as awkward as it was, there was some relief as well, right? Um, yeah, somewhat, but it was really awkward because I had a bunch of family fly in from the UK. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I got a vacation out of it and all the rest of it. Let me ask you a question. You asked her on the day of. Didn't you have those sus- those suspicions five days, uh, a week, yeah. two weeks earlier? Um, yeah, we were somewhat, somewhat, I knew that she really liked her uh, ex, so she went right back to her ex. So, mm. um, oh, wow. How about yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, so. I guess you just, you get to a point, Kevin, and I assume that, you know, that's what happened with John, where you just realize, okay, now it's go time. It's right. put up or shut up. I, I put this decision off as long as I can, but now I've got to make it. At least the flight from Britain to Hawaii is short. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that going for you. Well, I, I don't think he nice. was in Hawaii. I don't oh. think he had anything to do with Hawaii. All I right, John. still went on the honeymoon in Hawaii. I took the Oh, good there was some Hawaii. Okay, good for yeah. you. Yeah. All right, outstanding <laughs> so call, sir. Thank you very much for it. We appreciate it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, what's happening on this Wednesday? Well, remember when we had director John M. Chu in last week? Yep. Talking about crazy rich Asians. Great dude. Great dude. Wonderful guy. I had brought up, well, this movie, um, it's a guy that wrote the novels, Kevin Kwan. It's a, a trilogy. So if it does well, you're going to be busy for a while. And right. he's like, we're hoping. And then the movie earned $35.5 million in its five-day opening weekend. It was the best opening for a rom-com since Trainwreck. Like, it, it, things went well for him. All right. And, and rave reviews, rave word of mouth, and I'm sure it's going to continue to make big box Absolutely. Box well, they're now doing the sequel, of course. China Rich. Yay! Yes. Kids love it. Him, yes? Yes. He will be awesome. directing, and the whole cast will be there. China Rich Girlfriend is the next book in the trilogy. So congratulations to him. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy, right? Agreed. Absolutely. Plus, he's doing that Lin-Manuel Miranda movie as well. The Heights, yeah. And he is a newborn. He's doing all right. That dude. Get a nap in at some point, right? So remember American Vandal? Yes. We had the young man in that stars in it. It was Netflix's mockumentary about a school, and it examines the um, the whole vandalism going on at that school. People were drawing penises everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was hysterical. And then they did this big investigation. Yeah, it was <laughs> amazing. Well, um, It was Mike Catherwood, by the way. Well, Mike is going to be very interested in... Season two. What? Let me just say this. I said this to Omar when I sent him the trailer. Omar, I don't say this lightly. This was made for you. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Oh, no. That means it's poop related. <laughs> to which Omar writes back, this might very well be the first Netflix movie that will win an Oscar. <laughs> I bring to you season two's trailer that will launch September 14th of American Vandal. Monday, November 6th. It was really just a a normal day. I don't know how else to describe it. This chicken finger Monday. Those things are damn good. It it didn't really hit me right away. And then it really hit me. Lemonade was contaminated. I'm all one. All all of our students, they're all, they're all pooping. Most of us just our pants right in front of everyone. 
People just trying to find a place where they could This was the worst thing I've seen in 20 years. Before it was all over, it had a name. The brownout. Milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> Around the corner, two emojis made. The turd burglar was a different animal. <laughs> who could have had a motive? And who could be a suspect? This is not real. What if the motive is just poop is funny? Poop is funny. It's poop. But it goes a lot deeper than that. Who is the turd burglar? Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, the trailer is phenomenal. It looks so funny. That's insane. That sounds like a complete parody. Well, it is. It's a, well, mo- it well, is. It's a mockumentary. It's a mockumentary of uh, true crime shows. Right. Okay. You but it could that. happen. You got that, right, Kevin? Yeah, I got that, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, it looks so good. Season two, again, launches September 14th, but this is how they describe it. They bring their sleuthing skills to a feces-flecked Catholic school. Oh. Mm. Maybe we I should really... I see it every day, and I think, well, look at the size of that jobby there. You know, that's a lot of poop. Right. <laughs> she gets it. I feel like the way things are going around here, we should really mm-hmm. pay attention to how they figure out who it is. Just maybe we can yeah, learn some tips. Absolutely. On how Mad right? pooper. Right. Mad pooper. Oof. I'm Phantom just saying, Hooper. if you if you want to go look at that trailer, it's it's phenomenal. It's a lot longer than that, and I'm telling you, Oscar nominated right? movie, according to Omar, he hasn't even seen it just from the trailer. I love it. Pooped um, my pants. All right, I'm sorry about that, sir. This is a bummer. Danny Boyle has left Bond 25 over creative differences. Yeah, what's this about? I saw the headline and I was very sad. They haven't really said much. This was a tweet from um, the film's verified account. Tweeted it yesterday. Michael G. Wilson, Barbara Broccoli, Danny Boyle, and Daniel Craig today announced that due to creative differences, Danny Boyle has decided to no longer direct Bond 25. Oh, that sucks. He is one of my favorite directors in the world. Absolutely. And you guys didn't watch it, but he just did a a 10-part series on, I want to say, like FX or something called Trust. That Mm -hmm. was all about the J. Paul Getty, uh, you know, grandson kidnapping. Right. Oh, yeah. From the 70s. And it was amazing. He directed every one of them, and it was so great. And he's such a talented director. I was really excited to see his spin on James Bond. Me too. What a Hmm. bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah, if you don't know Danny Boyle, he did everything from train spotting, the beach, life less ordinary. <sighs> Slumdog Millionaire? Yeah. yeah. Just saying. I wonder what the creative differences were. I don't know. Maybe he thought Bond wouldn't be as sexy. It's like he would just be super cerebral. Maybe <sighs> read a lot when he should have been boning. <laughs> All these women are coming on to him. He doesn't even like, realize. Let me finish the chapter. <laughs> I'm very busy. I did see on a related note, Ali, I'm sure you did too, that Idris came out and said yesterday he will not be James Bond. Oh, that sucks. Stop talking about it. He No, he says. Why is he doing this to me? I don't know. Let us have hope, Idris. Seriously. But it leaves the door open for Tom Hardy. Okay. Okay. God, I love him so much. And Michael Sarah too. Let's not forget oh, him. I yes. know he's a little he, bit of a dark horse, yeah, but he could really a different spin on Bond. He'd be the reader. <laughs> Let me finish this chapter. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Dua Lipa, Ty Burrell, Jizza, Kristen Wiig, and a man that it's one of my favorite stories. You, 
trying to tweet that you were in an area that James Corden was, but you couldn't find his at name. What happened, Kevin? Well, he was sitting behind me in about six seats over. Right. So I was trying to burn you right. by saying, hey, I'm sitting next to James Corden. Because I love him so much. Right. Yeah. But I wanted to get his Twitter handle. I couldn't figure out what it right. was. So I was texting one thing and then another thing. I mean, typing it in. And I just couldn't figure it out. And the guy behind me leaned forward and he told me, uh, it's JK, whatever it was. Right. And I was like, dude, he's sitting over there. And I turned around. It was him. <laughs> It was him. He's just watching you struggle. Sitting right behind me, uh, watching me, trying to figure out what his Twitter handle was. That is fantastic. Finally, he just leaned forward and told me what his Twitter handle was. Amazing. It was awesome. That's why you fail. That's awesome. It was awesome. It is awesome. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Kevin, you had an interesting thing happen when you were off a few days last week. Yeah, it was odd. I was uh, flew to New York, came mm-hmm. back on Monday, and on the plane on the way back in JetBlue, a woman was very, very excited mm-hmm. to be flying on JetBlue. Okay. Almost seemed like maybe she hadn't taken a flight before or something because mm-hmm. she was documenting every single second of it. So she would say, this is my seat, and I'm really excited to take this JetBlue flight, and... Uh. I noticed partway through that I was her, I was sitting next to her that I was in her video. Oh my! It was sort of odd. Yeah. So let me so set the scene for me. She's at the window. You're at the aisle. Um, or the other way around. I'm in the middle. She's on the aisle, and so she stands up, and now she's taking a picture of her seat, and then mm-hmm. of course I'm next to her. Yeah. So I realized that I was like, um. She did a couple, she probably did three of them. Oh, my. Where she was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm sitting in my seat now, and this is my view. Now, usually you're pretty famous for clowning on people's videos. We know that from Comic-Con and other places where if you can be in someone's videos, you like to make Absolutely. a funny face. Yeah, or, but that's or, by choice. You, yeah. have to fo- you have to do that. You have to mm-hmm. photobomb. But that yeah, well, is by choice, yeah. Yeah, because what you want is for them to be looking at their photos or their video later and go, who's this a-hole right. who's in every shot? Right. I want who's this a-hole. That's my goal. <laughs> so she does like three or four of them. And she just keeps talking about, oh, here's the little tray table that pulls down. Like, oh, for the every, love. Right. Every little step that has. Here's the food. Mm. And Had she just been released from a basement I don't where, know. She, where she hasn't seen the world for 20 years? I don't know. But about five videos in, I was in three of them. Yeah, no. Right? Mm-mm. So I finally said, like, I, she was having so much fun. I didn't really want to say anything, but then after three, I was like, hey, um, you know, I'm in your video, right? Is that what you want? Yeah. I, you know, you try to make it sound like she's doing it accidentally. Right. Because if she's doing it on purpose, she's sort of a dick. Yeah. For <laughs> what sure. if she recognized you and she was trying to surreptitiously take video of a celebrity like some people do where they pretend they're shooting something else? <laughs> First of all, celebrity is a strong word. Second of all, she had no idea who I was or what mm-hmm. I did. None. Yeah. All right, what if you're just so hunky though? Right, that's very possible. Some sort yeah. of evidence, like right. her friend, like her friends would n- never believe how beautiful <laughs> this man was in her row if she didn't get it on film. I mean, that's what I eventually assumed. <laughs> right, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I said, "Hey, um, I've been three of your videos. Is that is that accidental? And you know, I'd rather mm-hmm. sort. That's sort of strange." And she's like, "Oh no, I, I want you in the videos because you're my seatmate." 
Oh, you don't have a relationship, lady. I mean, you're just randomly next to each other for a couple of hours. So then I thought, well, she's so excited and she's having so much fun. What difference does it make, really? Because she's married you in her mind, that's why? (laughs) Because she's delusional and now you're her husband? I mean, it's possible that that's the case, but that never entered my mind. I just Uh thought, I just thought... Really excited, strangely excited, right. like she'd never taken a flight, and was just trying to share the excitement with friends. You know what my thought was? What? That she is a influencer, and she was on this flight maybe getting paid to take it, so okay. showing the different aspects oh, of the that's plane. possible. Because but who's how that exci- excited? Right, That's right. what I'm saying. You'd have to be that excited if you're trying to sell something. But yeah. if you're an influencer, why would you think that would be a good thing to do? This is the plane. This is the Because guy. JetBlue was paying her for that flight in that video. Oh, interesting. To be as excited that. as possible. Right. I didn't think about that. Which, I'm going to be honest. I have flown JetBlue. You don't need to be excited about it because it's just awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Says your next influencer, JetBlue. <laughs> I love JetBlue so <laughs> much. Allie McKay. Um, Kevin, so you were close to her. You saw her making the videos. Could you hear everything that she was saying? She was yes. only talking about the plane? Um, I could hear every word, yeah, because okay, she was there, really close well, to me. Well, the reason I ask is because one of my concerns... She didn't being, say, look at this dude. Okay, no, but here's What's the reason he? I bring it up. One of my concerns about showing up in somebody's video who I don't know would be what if this content is something I don't want to be associated with. Like she's standing up going, white people rule, right? <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden that goes viral and everybody's like, wait, why is she traveling with K-Rock's Kevin? And then you, somehow you're dragged into the drama. This guy's white. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you could hear it and you were in, and there was nothing yes. for you to distance yourself from, that does make a difference, I guess. So after I said that one time, I said, you know, I've been in about three of your videos, and that's you know, are you doing that on purpose? She said, uh, no. Is it okay because I'm just trying to show people, my friends, my experience or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then I just said, okay, okay. So you rolled just cons- over. Yeah. Wow. You just consented to be in film. I mean, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I put on my headphones, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. I was probably in two or three more videos before it was over. <laughs> oh, I want to see this lady's videos now. Me too. I can't imagine they're not horrible. Yeah. I mean, who do- who who videotapes a seat and goes, this is my plane seat? Right? I think Allie may be on to something. It might have been a JetBlue promotion. All right, Allie, now how about you? Mm-hmm. How would the, you have handled that? Yeah, because I feel like you would not have been as forgiving no. of being in this video as Kevin yeah. was. I'd be like, hey, first of all, sit down. Uh, <laughs> you're on a plane. Act, Act like, like you've, you've been, been here. here before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I would say if you could not have me in the video, that would be great. And if I am in another video... You're going to have to move your seat or I'm going to have to move it. I don't. Th- that's ridiculous. Would you have said both of those at the same time? Or just, hey, it would be better if I wasn't? I, I would say, yeah, that would be the first, first one. First thing, okay. Yeah, and then if she continued doing it, yeah. Bean? Well, you know me. You know the level of tolerance I have for people getting <laughs> in my space. <laughs> she wasn't I, getting in my space, though. She mm-hmm. stood up, and she was actually pretty much further from me. Yeah, though. but she was dragging me into her universe. I would have started with, I want you in a grave. <laughs> That's your opening line? (laughs) Yes. And then I negotiate bad things from there. (laughs) It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Just got a tweet Wait. from somebody that said, uh, I'm now going to start all conversations with the way Bean handled that woman on the plane. <laughs> But I want you in a grave. Yeah, I'm not sure I want you in a grave is how you want to start. I don't any, think you lead with that. Uh, any conversation a, ever. It's not an opening line. Uh. <laughs> we have had uh, several instances in the past few weeks here on the Kevin and Bean Show where we have ended up talking about what a nightmare it is for people who are trying to date in 2018. Yeah. Right. A nightmare it is. I know so many people, some of whom are on this show, Chip, Christine, others who are great catches and get nothing but trash on dating apps, for instance. It's just, it's awful what the, what the, in particular, what women have to go through. Well, this woman got some revenge, didn't she, Allie? <laughs> it's such a weird story. But anytime, She turned out to be the awful one in this case. Yeah, anytime I see a Twitter thread start with, get some popcorn, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I, I am reading. So this man tweeted on Sunday this. Unbelievable. I'm about to tell you an epic tale about subterfuge dating in the 21st century and the fall of human civilization. I'm out at that point. This actually happened to me, and it can happen to you, too. Okay, now I'm back in. Yeah. His name is Spencer. Here's what happened. He goes on on Tinder, swipes, sees this super hot chick. She starts talking to him. They go back and forth, and she's like, oh, text me. Gives the number. They start texting back and forth, and she said, listen, I really want to hang out with you, but I have a huge presentation for my job. Can I get back to you, like, in a week or so? And he's like, all right, this is the weirdest, like, pre-ghosting ever. Why would you even reach out? He's like, this will never happen. She'll never reach back around. What? What? Um, She'll never reach back out. So... She does. A week later, she texts him, hey, I'm finally free, and my friend is DJing near Union Square around 6 p.m. tomorrow. I was wondering if you want to go for a bit. It's taking place in New York. Mm -hmm. All right. So So, far, so good. So far, so good, right? Yeah, I would think so. So he shows up, and she says, meet me, you know, at the front of the stage right in this area. Great. Unbeknownst to him, that's when all the weirdness started, because he arrives, he kind of looks around, just a bunch of dudes, whatever. To his surprise, the woman he's been texting with that he swiped with on Tinder takes the stage surrounded by what looked like bodyguards. He wasn't quite sure. Takes the stage? Wait, hold on a second. Just to make sure I understand. Yeah. So he thinks he's just meeting this girl at an event where her friend is DJing. Yeah. Instead, when they spot each other, Mm -hmm. she jumps up on stage and starts addressing the crowd as if she's the entertainer. Right. So he's like, oh, wow. Maybe like. She's the hype woman. Like, who knows what's happening? She's the hype woman. She gets the mic, and here's what he says. 
And it's like, thanks for coming out. I bet you're all wondering what this is all about. And I'm like, yeah, what the F is this all about? She then says, so I know all of you here are on Tinder. All and of you. And he goes, oh. And he starts looking around, and it's just all guys looking around at each other. And his mind How starts many? racing. He said about 100. Wow. Oh, wow. And she, he's like, what is happening? She then says, I've invited you all here for a chance to go on a date with me. And she proceeds to give a Hunger Games speech about what it's going to take to date her. (laughs) And he goes, finally, it all made sense to me. All the dudes there she found on Tinder and was texting them the same thing. And then she's going to make them fight for her? So he winds up going home. He's like, I'm out. This is ridiculous. A lot of guys didn't. A lot of guys stayed. But then a... BS chant starts, so some guys very mad start chanting that. She then started sending men away. Trump supporters, you can leave. Men named Jimmy, you're out. (laughs) (laughs) Men who smoked or drank heavily, you go as well. Men under 5 foot 10, you're out. And then she started the physical challenges. Oh, hold on. How many people are left? At that point, it says about 10 people were left for the sprinting competition. They showed up for a date. There was a sprinting competition, which took place after the push-up contest. I got to be honest. I love her. Well, and a lot of people were saying, she just got all you dudes there. (laughs) And this is ridiculous. But this is what a woman on the thread said. Thank you for sharing. The audacity, the boldness, the lies, the deceit. Y'all got hoodwinked, and I kind of love it. (laughs) But the thing is, a lot of people now are saying on her Instagram, it shows that she's actress, singer, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people think this was her viral moment. Like, this was her big plan the whole time. She did this so she could get a viral video. Absolutely. But my God, what... Ten dudes stayed to be a part of Push Hunger up, Games sprinting. challenges. That's awesome. What? No, no, it's not worth. I hope that. Sh- I hope that the theory is right that this is her attempt to get a viral video to promote her career because otherwise she is a megalomaniac. Oh, for sure. And that's just, it's uncool to lure people there on false pretenses to put them in a game show. That's not what anybody signs up for. Yeah, it was all very weird, but not cool. Kind of respectable. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. So you've done the research, Kevin, and you've come to the conclusion that people are not smart? You know what? Dumb. People are dumb. Mm. Okay. I have a few stories that I would like to share with you. Um, A would-be robber turned into a would-be bank customer Friday afternoon, police say. The suspect walked into a bank in New Jersey with a ski mask on and handed the teller a note demanding, quote, all the money. All right. As the teller read the note, he snatched it back and said, you know what? Changed my mind. I want to open an account. (laughs) (laughs) How crazy is that? I love him. She read it. And then he took it back. He goes, no, you know what? I just want to open an account. My face is cold. (laughs) Yeah. Now, let let me ask you guys this. Should he be charged with bank robbery? Oh. It's a good question. Attempted? They never, ha- they never handed over a dollar. Is attempted a thing? 
But I mean, five seconds later, he asks for the note back. I mean, is that really attempted bank robbery? You barely have time to have to process that he's before he a, changes he's his just mind. He's a pussy bank robber. <laughs> I guess worst. so. I just wonder what happened to him. Did they uh, did they open an account for him? Does they, it say a customer service rep met with him no. uh-huh. in another area, but the suspect. Surprise, surprise, didn't have ID. Mm. Oh, okay. The man was meeting with yet another employee, (laughs) and then the teller told the customer service rep about the note, and they called the police, and the police came. And then he said, and then he changed his mind again and said, "Hey, can I apply for a job here?" <laughs> How crazy is crazy. that? I, I love it. The note back. Oh, I love it. Uh, the headline here is: Cops have easiest suspect chase ever. Hmm. Uh, it might be one of the easiest police chases in the books. Police in West Jordan, Utah, say a motorcyclist took off during a routine traffic stop, and the officer involved started following him briefly before cutting off the chase. The motorcyclist, identified as Brandon Briggs, 39, may have thought that he had gotten away with it. He was very happy about the fact that the cop pulled off. It turns out the officer recognized the man. Uh Uh-oh. So the officer went to the man's house. Nice. And just waited. (gasps) About an hour later... Guy shows up, he gets arrested. Oh, that, man. That's awesome. How great is that of the police officer? Right. You know, I'm just going to wait there. Yeah. He'll be back. Do your thing. No worries. By the way, um, forgive me if this is one of your stories, but it just reminds me of, <clears throat> did you see that video yesterday in Ventura of those guys who tried to steal all that stuff from the Apple store? I did not. No. Because uh, we've seen vi- videos like this before where they go in and they steal like thousands of dollars in 20 seconds. They just go in and rip all the iPads and iPhones off the, you know, off the tables. But in this case in Ventura, the crowd that was there tackled the robbers. Wow. They never they never even got out of the store and held them until the police arrived. That's because those stores are always so packed. Yes. They were just pissed. They were like, after you, I want to buy one of those. That's, ex- that's exactly what it was. They had to go through so many people to get out of the store that they just nailed them all to the ground. It just reminds me of your world's shortest car chase. It's, it's, it's a sometimes, man, it just, you just can't get away with it. Uh, this headline is, Man Leaves Accident Scene Holds Frog Hostage. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the frog. Not the Dean frog. is upset about the frog. <laughs> I am. On August 8th of this year, around 1.05 a.m., deputies received a call of a car accident south of Percy, Nebraska. It was reported that a single vehicle had rolled and the driver um, was not staying with the car. So mm. the driver got another ride. Um, he was on his way to North Platte, Nebraska. The driver contacted 911. So he called them okay. and he said, look, I don't want to speak with the police. And if I have to, I'll assault the officers. Oh. He called 911 and offered that up. I think that's not smart. It doesn't seem intelligent. Mm-mm. A deputy was able to identify the vehicle, stopped it, and um, the driver who jumped out and began yelling at the deputy, he reached down, and this is weird. You guys are going to have to tell me, do you think alcohol may be involved uh-huh. in this? He reached down and picked up a frog, started handing it to the deputy, but changed his mind and began shouting that he was holding the innocent frog hostage. Oh, no. (laughs) Yelling at the deputy, this, I have the frog, you want the frog to die? The deputy's like, it's a frog. (laughs) Right, what do I care? Uh Uh, The North Platte police officer uh, arrived to assist the deputy, and the subject began to... Look, it's not funny to assault an officer. Mm -hmm. 
This guy um, threw paper and trash at the officer. Oh, okay. God. So really not very good. Right. Should have chucked the frog. <laughs> was the frog, the frog just was frog okay? Okay. I'll get to that, B. Okay. I just am on the edge of my seat here. They tased him. The frog? And arrested him. Oh. And the frog is perfectly fine. Oh, okay, thank God. Good. All right. Oh. All Bean cares about in that story. This, <laughs> my, this is a human being that's holding a frog that's not his or the police officer's hostage. <laughs> I'm much relieved. Thank You're you for that. terrible human being. <laughs> uh, headline, drunk man takes a taxi to his parents' house, falls asleep on the couch. This is a good that's story. That's fine. Yeah, good for him. They point out that there are three things that you should do. The three rules of a successful night of heavy drinking. Mm-hmm. One is keep your phone, wallet, and keys. Sure. Two is don't drive. Right. And three is make sure you get home safely. Uh, right. You did all three, right? Thomas Airless Probably thought he was in the clear when he ordered a taxi to take him to his parents' house to sleep it off at the night. He entered the house, took his shoes off, uh, went to the kitchen, got himself some juice, laid down on the couch, went uh, to sleep. Uh-oh. Problem? Wasn't his parents? Parents moved out two years earlier. Oh. Yeah! He was at a stranger's house. They moved away two years ago. (laughs) Wow, my my parents took down those family photos of us. What happened? And that's... Dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Allie, how about some good news for the final What's Happening? Well, I'd love to give you some good news. Remember when Guns N' Roses was getting back together? They were going to go out on tour and were like, this won't last. Right. I'm going to tell you that we would have put any amount of money down on that tour uh, imploding in fewer than 10 dates. Well, not only did it not implode, Slash spoke to Classic Rock Magazine... And he revealed that he and Axl Rose are working on new material. That is shocking. That is crazy. Here's his quote. We get along effing great. We'll see what happens. What? (laughs) You guys, who saw this coming? Well, nobody, because this was one of those feuds where they feuded with each other in the press openly, hated each other. You, You got the impression they couldn't stand to be in the same room together. And then, like I said, we never thought the reunion tour would get off the ground, but it, it seems like it continues perpetually around the world. They right. never stop playing. It's not possible that we were wrong, though. Is no, it? Oh, certainly not. Okay, Crazy. good. <sighs> Crazy. But new guns and roses. That's possible, you guys. Is there any chance, because Chinese democracy was terrible, is there any chance that it could be good? I think so. Yeah. I think there is, too. I am optimistic. Yeah. Now, I do have one clip that has leaked out. No. Excellent. I, in, in, case you're, in case you're wondering what the new Guns N' Roses, and it sounds a little different than what we're used to, okay. but let's, let's go with it. It's, a, right. new, mm-hmm. it's a new era. Love, love, love you, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, love you, love you, baby. His voice still goes up there. I have it? always loved Axel's falsetto, so I, <laughs> I appreciate it. He does seem to be it. nailing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Bean. Glad you have that. Sure. And also good news, cult favorite Veronica Mars, reportedly returning as an eight-episode limited series on Hulu. Yay! Everyone's happy about this. A source, What's up? A source confirmed to E! News that the revival is in the works. Star Kristen Bell, she's going to be back as that snarky private eye. And original series creator Rob Thomas will be overseeing the project as well. So that's that's great news. Yeah, agreed. 
Kevin, uh, Ali has uh, never seen uh, Veronica Mars. How oh. would you how would you describe it to what made that huh. show so good? I mean, it was really funny and yes. really smart. Mm-hmm. And, and and Kristen was really great. She right? was great. She was great. I mean, She's, I don't know that there's any way to describe it other than all of that is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a just a quality show. I mean, other than that, what did you like? <laughs> it was funny, it was interesting. I don't know. It was really well done. And, and Ken Marino was such a dick on it. Yep. Ken Marino was in it? Oh yeah. I love Ken Marino. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. All right. And it's and it's uh it, the good thing is you mentioned it's only eight episodes. That's something you right. can get it get into without having to be committed to, you know, a five year series. But something. I feel like I need to know a lot of the backstory. Should I find I'm Veronica sure Mars catch and just you start watching yeah. it? Yeah. By the way, it's yeah. worth it, yes. Okay. And, and the backstory is just that she's a detective. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all you need to know. I don't know where I was at that time in my life that was keeping me away from Veronica Mars. A but bar? Oh, possibly, yeah. <laughs> All those years. All right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Right. All right. We solved that case without the need of Veronica, right? Because <laughs> she's a... Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about this, but it's not a story for me, but I'll, let me just read it. Yeah, if you don't mind, <laughs> let's go back and start at the beginning because I'm already confused. <laughs> so Tinder has introduced a new version of the dating app that's just for college students. So you can restrict your potential matches to ones that go to your school or schools around you. Interesting. It's called Tinder U, and it works by having users log into Tinder and add their official college.edu email to their existing account when they're on campus since it's location-based. And you have to be verified um, before you start swiping. So you can't be some old dude that That's lives in the neighborhood, thinking, like you know trying, to do that. trying to do that. But um, so you can you can find people within your own school, within a school around you, or you can leave it open to anyone. But I mean, it's it's great. But I think one of the best parts of college is going to those college parties and getting sure. to know everyone. Well, you and, that's not. You don't have to stop doing that, right, is what you're saying? That's still an available thing to do. Yeah. You can still go to parties and stuff. Okay. Let's uh, remember, it's hard hard to imagine now, but mm-hmm. when, when Facebook started, it was for universities only. Oh, that's true. That is that's, true. That's how it started. It was, it was a closed ecosystem for college kids. Right. All right. Isn't that the same with the internet? The internet uh, was just for college. Yeah, it was, was for it? Co- it was for colleges and government. Yeah, universities and government is how it all started. Are you serious? Yep. Suck it. You don't have to point at your. No. <laughs> all right. I, no idea. Yeah. I I just would think that Al Gore would want it open to everyone. No. <laughs> Where's not? All right, that's just all bizarre. Al. <laughs> <laughs> There's Al now. <laughs> We were laughing about that clip because that guy, we were going to take one more call, and you said, I mean, this guy could be great. And then right. he said, He said, Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> he did that, and Kevin literally said, Nope. Hung up on him and ended the segment. It was the right thing to do, am I right? Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> I wanted to hear what he had to no, say. No, you so didn't. Bad. Nope. What did he smell like? Uh, we don't, we don't oh. know the answer. Another good question. Mm-mm. And if you were watching, like so many with bated breath, what would happen to Post Malone's airplane? Would they land safely? What would happen? Here's the thing. So his private jet blew two tires at takeoff on Tuesday morning. He was leaving after the VMAs. He was leaving New Jersey to go to London. Blew two tires out. So they had to circle around and let out fuel, figure out how to land safely. 
It went on for a long time. Aren't there only two tires on those little planes? No, there's got to be a front one. All right, my bad. Back to you. It's just like a bicycle landing. <laughs> have to land real, real still. Let's just forget. <laughs> Can go left or right, just, and then you're on a wing. Let's forget I said anything. Back to you. Kevin, God damn it! Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Sweet Kevin, Jesus. last month I gave Bean a hell of a hard time for that dog story. Right. Uh-huh. And I've just heard the penis and sickle story, and mm. I mean, oh, that was the wrong, wrong clip. Sorry, oh, man, I should tell so that again. That, that was a good story. That was, that was, that was <laughs> a wrong clip. I'm that sorry. was a great story. Woo. Uh, here's the thing. Um, it landed. Everything was fine. <laughs> Uh, with just two wheels? Just two wheels. Are you sure it wasn't a, a unicycle airplane? It could have just had one wheel? Look. I think it was just the front one, so they just dragged the back the whole way. Look. Nobody asked you, Kevin! All right. Oh, wow. All right, let's wrap it up with this. Tiffany Haddish. She's going to bring the funny to Netflix. She's got an hour-long stand-up special that's been ordered. She's going to tape it early 2019, and it will premiere globally later in the year. Sister's got it going on. Okay. Some <laughs> birthdays for you. Ty Burrell, Jizza, Dua Lipa, James Corden, <laughs> Kristen Wiig, and Tori Amos. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ellie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow morning at all-new Kevin and Bean Show. Dr. Drew stops by because it is Thursday. Uh, you injured your junk. We're going to want to talk to you about that. Bong, bong. Get up on this with uh, Jensen Carp and John Cho joins us as well tomorrow. Plus your tickets for Caboo Del Mar. That's coming up on tomorrow morning show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.